Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, August 29th. This is Beth Slovic with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. An investigation by Oregonian Oregon Live reporter Ted Sickinger of PGE's wind facility at Bigelow Canyon in the Columbia River Gorge showed faulty maintenance and underperformance that will affect customers. As he wrote, PGE has failed to report public safety incidents at Bigelow Canyon in potential violation of its operating agreement with the state. PGE knowingly operated at least four turbines at Bigelow Canyon with broken blade bolts, in one case for nearly a year, maintenance records show. Oil leaks from Bigelow Canyon's wind turbines and transformers are environmental and fire hazards. The turbines have been plagued by leaks of oil and lubricants that coat towers and blades that spit onto their gravel pads and surrounding fields. The number of problems PGE has disclosed to regulators is out of line with other wind farms. Since 2010, PGE has reported more than a dozen oil spills and other incidents at Bigelow Canyon with the potential to affect public safety, about three times more than any other wind farm regulated by the state. Bigelow Canyon has generated far less power than PGE originally projected. The availability of its Vestas-built wind turbines to produce energy has abruptly declined in recent years, and the project's rate of energy production is less than neighboring wind farms of comparable age. Ratepayers may end up footing the bill for assets that are no longer useful. The project's 76 turbines manufactured by Vestas are halfway through their projected life, but PGE is already considering replacing them. Finally, if that happens by the end of 2023, Ratepayers would be stuck covering $156 million in remaining costs. Santos Amador Chacon Geminiano died in West Lynn on January 3rd after a construction site accident that might have been prevented. A heavy-duty loader bringing gravel to Chacon Geminiano did not have functioning brakes or a horn. But the Oregon Occupational Safety and Health Division, also known as Oregon OSHA, imposed only a $5,400 fine in the wake of the man's death. His case illustrates the limited consequences that Oregon employers often face for failing to protect workers from injury or death. The U.S. Department of Labor has warned repeatedly that Oregon OSHA's fines are significantly below the national average, finding that the division issued an average penalty of only $620 for serious violations during the 2021 fiscal year. That's more than 73% below what the federal government considers the acceptable range. School starts Tuesday for 50,000 kids in the Portland Public Schools District and in Westland, Wilsonville. And things will be a little different for students and teachers this fall compared to last year. For one thing, masks are optional. And students who test positive for COVID-19 in both districts will have to stay home for five days, down from 10 to 14-day quarantines last fall. The power of prayer and a group of determined rescuers reunited a horse named Oriana with her one-year-old colt, Fuego, after Oriana survived a 200-foot fall last Saturday from the Pacific Crest Trail, about four miles from Timberline Lodge in Zigzag Canyon. The ordeal started when owner Jessica Mant, her husband Dirk, and friend Laura Salo and their five horses, including Mustangs Oriana and Fuego, encountered huge fallen trees on the trail to Bridge of the Gods. The group successfully navigated one obstacle, but a second barrier proved more hazardous. They decided to turn around, but that meant crossing the first obstacle again. Oriana lost her balance, then struggled to get her feet under her, tipping over. 
As Mant tried to hold on to the horse with a lead rope, the mare somersaulted and tumbled 200 feet down the face of the mountainside. Mant assumed the horse had died, but she spent the night praying. The next day, Mant's husband, Dirk, and her friend, Laura, went back down the trail in search of Oriana, and they found her wedged between the cliff and a fallen log. She was alive. Firefighters then constructed a 700-yard trail for Oriana to walk to the main trail. She did that around 4 p.m. last Sunday. Except for some cuts, she was totally fine, and now she's back home with her owners in Beaver Creek. Her owner, Jessica, says, If you believe in spirituality at all, it seems like an amazing testament to what's possible. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash hot support.